So faithfulness and how to live it out. How can I live out faithfulness? The first way I can live out faithfulness is consistency. Consistency. There's your first point if you're looking for points. Consistency. The unwavering faith of Daniel was shown in his consistency. It's evident all throughout our passage as we look and study deeper. Despite knowing the king had just outlawed prayer to any god, Daniel remained steadfast in his devotion. He did not allow fear to interrupt his regular practice of seeking the Lord. He was consistent in his routine. He consistently sought the Lord. I like to imagine Daniel uh, seeking the Lord each day. Some of you will have heard, as I have, that as you seek the Lord, as you eat more of his word, uh, as you enjoy more of him, you begin to hunger and thirst for more of the Lord, right? You begin to thirst more. I just like to think that Daniel was to a point where he said, you know what, I don't care if the king is sitting right in front of me. If it's my time to seek the Lord, I'm seeking the Lord. That's what I'm doing. I'm here to seek the Lord. I learned all about the power of consistency in my own life a couple months ago when I trained for a marathon. Now, some of you will look at me and say, you don't look like the kind of guy to run a marathon, and you'd be right. I don't have a great frame for running a marathon. I'm a heavyset kind of guy. And, uh, but let me tell you something. The power of consistency showed up when I started to train that. Everything I researched and looked at said consistency. Consistency. If you want to do this, you need consistency. That doesn't mean if, if it's hot that day, you don't run. you got to consistently show up to run, even if it's a little bit. If I'm tired, that's okay. Just run a little bit. It's all right. If you're sore, if it's hot, whatever's going on, consistency was the power of showing up for that. I had a good friend that ran it with me. Uh, he signed up to run the marathon with me, and he'll tell you himself. He's in the room. I'm not going to call him out, but he ran this marathon with me, and he showed up at the starting line maybe one or two training sessions under his legs, all right? That's a bold man of God right there. And he showed up to run this marathon, and now we both finished. I finished a little bit uh, quicker than him, and I don't say that to promote myself uh, because he actually finished not too far after me, but I think he would tell you in his words, I think the consistency of Chris's training, the more consistent training regimen paid off. And so consistency is crucial in our lives, especially in today's day and age where The standards and pressures of the world are ever-changing. Our consistency is what can set us apart. And how does our consistency show up in our life? Does that mean that uh, every day I need to walk in and tell my coworkers, hey, guess what, Morgan, I got down and prayed this morning, and guess what, at lunch I'm going to pray again, and then this evening as soon as I get home I'm going to pray. No, that's not what that looks like. It looks like being consistent in my attitude being consistent in my words and the way I interact with people, being consistent with every interaction I have. So that means if we all get bad news at work, it's okay. It doesn't matter because I've been consistently spending my time seeking the Lord, desiring Him. So we're going to put a little faithful nugget in there. You know what? seems like we've been decently consistent this week, all right? Consistency, consistency. The next thing I noticed when I'm looking at Daniel's life and his faithfulness was his commitment. His commitment. Daniel was faithful and committed to God. You see, Daniel was unshakable. Daniel was unshakable. I don't know about you, but I'm dropped in a lion's den. I'm shaken. I'm scared. Daniel was unshakable. When Daniel learned of the king's new decree, he did not hide or compromise his faith. Instead, he openly prayed in full view with everyone knowing what the punishment was. It says in the word that he not only went home and prayed right after he founded the decree, what did he do? 
He threw open the windows to pray. I don't know about you, but I'd be in the closet praying. I'd be like, Lord, I'm in the closet. I'm still seeking you. I'm committed, but Lord, I'm just trying to stay alive. No, what did my guy do? He threw open wide the windows and he was ready to seek the Lord. Does that look like commitment to you, church? I think that looks like being committed and living in devotion to the Lord. Whenever I'm so committed that I'm ready to stand before the king's judgment, regardless of what I think is happening, the grave judgment did not scare Daniel. It didn't scare him from what he was going to do. Commitment shows up in so many areas of our life. Commitment is so important to our faithfulness to God and to the faithfulness of the men and women that we find ourselves around. I can hardly think of a better example of commitment than marriage as I, as I pondered this. Now, I don't mean staying committed to like remaining married. I'm not talking about that. That seems like the first step in the commitment of your marriage, but I'm talking more of like the kind of thing that says, you know what, I'm in one accord with my wife. And I wanna be able to say that same thing about my devotion with God. It's not if I'm in church, I'm in one accord with God. It's not if I'm at my, you know, parents' house and I know they worship and honor the Lord and my one with God. No, my commitment, my devotion to the Lord is so much more than that. Our commitment should be evident everywhere we go and everyone we encounter. So here's what we're going to do. We'll add a few more for commitment. Commitment. We're going to continue to fill this little jar. Commitment. Take notice. Remember, this is our life. This is our life right here. As I've been consistent, I've filled up a little bit of space with my faithfulness. As I've remained committed, I've filled up a little bit more of my life with faithfulness. But notice what's happening in here. Still moving around, still moving around a little bit, right? So as we move into our third and final thing that we see from our passage today, I'll actually go ahead and ask our band to come as well. I told you we'd fly through quick. I know everyone's got commitments tonight. Uh, I heard uh, on an old message that well, a rule we have here at the gate is that a uh, message has to start and finish on the same day. Um, I don't know if, if you all just wanted me to keep going. I'll just keep pulling out whatever I got. But I figured that uh, some of y'all got plans this evening, everyone. Uh, keep it holy. Keep it holy. Amen. All right. <laughs> all right. So the last thing we look, notice as we look at this passage coming from Daniel. This is a big one, y'all is integrity. Daniel's uncompromising integrity. Daniel, despite being in a foreign city under a foreign authority, never once swayed in his integrity to who he is. He was the same each day regardless of what the men of his day were saying. And when he was brought before the king and accused of violating the decree, he didn't make excuses. Instead, he boldly declared his loyalty to God. He did not cower under what was happening, but he said, this is who I am in public and private. Anytime you find me, I will be one with God. And so integrity is a rare and precious virtue in today's world. It seems that more and more as I look around, it feels like it matters less and less. I don't know if you would all agree with that. That getting what's ours, what's mine, getting what's mine is the most important thing of the day. And when we do that, when I, when I seek and only desire to better myself, that elevates me. If all I'm looking out for is me and mine and not worrying about what's happening to those around me, I feel that integrity goes out the window. 
Because integrity says, I'm gonna look out for my friends. I'm gonna look out for strangers. The word of God says it's easy to love a brother and a friend, but guess what? It's hard to love someone that you don't know. How about this? It's hard to love someone that you disagree with. That one hurts. It's hard to, dis- it's hard to love someone when you disagree with them. And I feel like that's the kind of thing that we're missing in today's world sometimes. I feel like we're missing the integrity of who we are and that integrity shows up in the way that we interact with the people around us. Our integrity is shown through our honesty, our transparency, our humility. How many of you like interacting with a humble man? I like interacting with the kind of people that say, you know what, I messed up, my bad. We'll try to get it right next time, right? If you can't admit you're wrong, what are you doing? Pride, arrogance, (laughs) sorry. I'm talking to myself, y'all, because I don't always like to admit when I'm wrong. Uh, But whether it's in public or if it's in private, it's important that we remain integrous to who we are and who God has called us to be. And so I said this jar is our life, and we've talked about faithfulness and filling it up filling it up with my consistency of, of seeking the Lord. Sorry, I know I'm hiding it from you over here on the right side. My consistency, none of the kids ran. If I was in gate kids, they would be all over, all over the place. My God. The consistency of my life, my faithfulness, and my commitment, my commitment unto the Lord is what we said, brings faith, being faithful to the Lord into my life and the integrity of who I am, Right? And so why does this matter? You might be asking yourself, why does this matter? Why does it matter if I'm faithful, right? It sounds good to be faithful on the surface. Faithfulness shows up when it needs to, right? If I've just been a little bit consistent, you notice the jar was empty when we started. It started to fill in. I would say there's a little bit less room to move around in there, right? But let's say you're the kind of person that, you know what, you struggle, with, uh, you struggle with consistency, but you know what? You're the most integrous person ever. That's okay. Or the opposite, you know, let's say it's the opposite of that or whatever it might be. If any of these three you struggle with, that is okay. I don't believe that God wants us all to be perfect little robots all the time. That doesn't leave room for his grace, right? And so as we begin to practice faithfulness, though, what we notice happens, what happens, We notice what can happen is that as the tribulation of life comes about, as I've faithfully been seeking the Lord through my consistency, my commitment, and my integrity, what happens is, you see, now our jar is mostly full. And why does that matter? Because then when I lose my job, It's stable. When I get in an argument with my wife, we're both, we've been consistently seeking the Lord, it's stable. If I've got room in here to run around, if I have not been quite as faithful, it's got room to move. So faithfulness can show up through stability in our life and our walk with God. A mature walk with God says bad things will happen, right? We've got some seasoned vets in here. They will tell you things will happen in life. But that does not mean that God is not good. 
right? That just means that life has happened. And so through my faithfulness with God, I've been able to bring stability into my walk with him. And I don't know about you, but I feel like I'm the kind of guy that I don't want my walk with God to go to just shatter every time something happens. I want to be the kind of man that says, you know what, that guy, he lost his job, he lost his car, he's got all kinds of things going on, but you know what, it seems like his walk, he seems like he's doing all right. Amen. We want to be the kind of people that are not shaken by the changing world around us. How many of you know the, cha- the world will change? What's happening around us is changing. We see things changing. We see crazy things happening in the news every single week. Terrible things. There are broken people. We're all a little broken, right? It happens. But when you walk faithfully, consistently with the Lord, what we see happen is we have stability in our life. When I've been faithful like Daniel, I see that the worst things that I could imagine ever happening do not throw me off the rails of what's happening. I'm going to ask you all to stand just as we close.